This is the London Visited podcast on your favourite podcast provider, bringing to you the facts, history and information about different parts of this great capital. If you have been to London, are planning on visiting, live here or just love London from afar, then this is the podcast for you. Hi, I'm Steve and welcome to our podcast. We're here for all things London and to tell you more behind some of the iconic places and people in London's history. In this episode, we go to Heathrow Airport for our third and final part of our look at this major airport just outside London. Also, a big thanks to Martin in Canada for suggesting this place. Also, don't forget to visit and subscribe to our YouTube channel, London Visited, to see so many videos across London. So if you're flying into the UK and coming to London, this is a channel that you want to make sure you're subscribed to. Also, if you love the podcast and the channel, why not join us as a member? Join our group of what we like to call our London Visited Crown Jewels, where there are many different benefits, including a members-only monthly podcast. Have a look by going to patreon.com forward slash London Visited. And now to this week's podcast. To get to Heathrow by train, the Heathrow Express is a non-stop service direct from Paddington. That leaves every 15 minutes for the 15-minute journey, 21 minutes to and from Heathrow Terminal 5, and trains depart from Heathrow Terminal 5 Station or Heathrow Central Station. A free transfer service operates between Terminal 4 and Heathrow Central to connect the services with London and Terminal 5. The Elizabeth Line is a stopping service to Abbeywood and Shenfield via Paddington and Central London, and there are six trains per hour, two originating from Terminal 5 and four originating from Terminal 4. They call at Hayes and Harlington for connecting trains to Reading. Scheduled journey time to Central London is around 35 minutes. There's also the London Underground Piccadilly Line. There are four stations that serve the airport, Terminal 2, 3, Terminal 4 and Terminal 5 serve the passenger terminals. Hatton Cross serves the maintenance areas. The usual journey time from Heathrow Central to Central London is around 40 to 50 minutes, but is quite rattly and will throw you around. Now, many of the bus and coach services operate from the large Heathrow Central bus station, which serves Terminal 2 and 3. Services also operate from the bus stations located at Terminal 4 and Terminal 5. Terminals 2 and 3 are within walking distance of each other. Transfers from Terminals 2 and 3 to 4 and 5 are provided by the Elizabeth Line and the Heathrow Express trains and the London Underground Piccadilly Line. Direct transfer between Terminals 4 and 5 is provided by London bus routes the 482 and the 490. Transit passengers remaining airside are provided with free dedicated transfer buses between the terminals. The Heathrow Pod Rapid Transit System shuttles passengers between Terminal 5 and the business car park using 21 small driverless transportation pods. The pods are battery powered and run on demand on a four kilometer track, each able to carry up to four adults, two children and their luggage. Plans exist to extend the pod system to connect Terminal 2 and 3 to the remote car parks. An underground automated people mover system known as the Transit operates within Terminal 5, linking the main terminal with the satellite terminals 5B and 5C. The Transit operates entirely airside, using a people mover vehicles. Heathrow is accessible by car from the nearby M4 motorway or the A4 road, terminals 2 and 3, and the M25 motorway, terminals 4 and 5, and the A30 road for terminal 4. There are drop-off and pick-off areas at all terminals and the short and long-stay multi-storey car parks. All the Heathrow forecourts are drop-off only. 
There are further car parks not run by the Heathrow Airport Holdings just outside the airport. The most recognizable is the National Car Parks Facility. Although there are many other options, these car parks are connected to the terminals via shuttle buses. Four parallel tunnels run under the northern runway and connect the M4 Heathrow Spur and the A4 Road to terminals two and three. Two larger tunnels are each two lanes wide and are used for motorized traffic. The two smaller tunnels were originally reserved for pedestrians and bicycles. To increase traffic capacity, the cycle lanes have been modified to take each single lane of cars, although bicycles still have priority over cars. Pedestrian access to the smaller tunnels has been discontinued, with the free bus services being used instead. There are mainly off-road bicycle routes to some of the terminals. Free bicycle parking places are available in car parks 1 and 1A at Terminal 4 and the north and south of Terminal 5's Interchange Plaza. Cycling is not currently allowed through the main tunnel to access the central area and Terminals 2 and 3. There have been various incidents over the years at Heathrow, and we're just going to highlight some of them. In March 2002, thieves stole $3 million that had arrived on a South African Airways flight. Just a few weeks later, a similar amount of money was stolen from a British Airways flight that had just arrived from Bahrain. In February 2003, the British Army was deployed to Heathrow, along with 1,000 police officers, in response to intelligence reports suggesting that Al-Qaeda terrorists might launch surface-to-air missile attacks at British or American airliners. On the 17th of May 2004, Scotland's Yards, Scotland Yards Flying Squad foiled an attempt by seven men to steal £40 million in gold bullion and similar quantity of cash from the Swiss port warehouse at Heathrow. On the 25th of February 2008, Greenpeace activists protested against the planned construction of a third runway and managed to cross the ramp and climb atop a British Airways Airbus A320, which had just arrived from Manchester Airport. At about 9.45 GMT, the protesters unveiled a climate emergency, no third runway banner over the aircraft's tailfin. By 11 o'clock, four arrests had been made. On the 13th of July 2015, 13 activists belonging to the climate change protest group Plain Stupid managed to break through the perimeter fence and get onto the northern runway. They chained themselves together in protest, disrupting hundreds of flights. All were eventually arrested. In June 2022, many protesters gathered at Heathrow and Gatwick airports to protest at the UK-Rwanda deal. A flight which was supposed to carry asylum seekers from the UK to Rwanda was cancelled. On the 18th of December 2010, heavy, 9 centimetres according to Heathrow Winter Resilience Inquiry, snowfall caused the closure of the entire airport, causing one of the largest incidents at Heathrow of all time. Some 4,000 flights were cancelled over five days, and 9,500 passengers spent the night at Heathrow on the 18th of December following the initial snowfall. The problems were caused not only by the snow on the runways, but also by snow and ice on the 198 parking stands, which were all occupied by aircraft. From the 12th of September 2019, the climate change campaign group Heathrow Pause attempted to disrupt flights into and out of Heathrow Airport in London by flying drones in the airport's exclusion zone. The action was unsuccessful in disrupting flights, and 19 people were arrested. There's been a long history of expansion proposals for Heathrow since it was first designated as a civil airport. Following the cancellation of the Maplin project in 1974, a fourth terminal was proposed, but expansion beyond this was ruled out. However, the airport's inquiries of 1981 to 1983 
and the 1985 Airports Policy White Paper considered further expansion and, following a four-year public inquiry from 1995 to 1999, Terminal 5 was approved. In 2003, after many studies and consultations, the Future of Air Transport White Paper was published, in which proposed a third runway at Heathrow, as well as a second runway at Stansted Airport. In January 2009, the Transport Secretary at the time, Jeff Hoon, announced that the British government supported the expansion of Heathrow by building a third 2,200-metre, 7,200-foot runway and a sixth terminal building. This decision followed the 2003 White Paper on the Future of Air Transport in the UK and a public consultation in November 2007. This was a controversial decision, which met with widespread opposition because of the expected greenhouse gas emissions, impact on local communities, as well as noise and air pollution concerns. Before the 2010 general election, the Conservative and Liberal Democrat parties announced that they would prevent the construction of any third runway or further material expansion of the airport's operating capacity. The Mayor of London, then Boris Johnson, took the position that London needs more airport capacity, favouring the construction of an entirely new airport in the Thames Estuary, rather than expanding Heathrow. After the Conservative Liberal Democrat coalition took power, it was announced that the third runway expansion was cancelled. Two years later, Leading Conservatives were reported to have changed their minds on the subject. Another proposal for expanding Heathrow's capacity was the Heathrow Hub, which aims to extend both runways to a total length of about 7,000 metres and divide them into four, so that they provide two full-length runways, allowing simultaneous takeoffs and landings while decreasing noise levels. In July 2013, the airport submitted three new proposals to expansion to the Airports Commission, which was established to review the airport capacity in the southeast of England. The Commission deliberated for quite some time and in an interim report in December 2013 shortlisted three options. The Northwest Third Runway option at Heathrow, extending an existing runway at Heathrow and a second runway at Gatwick Airport. After the report was published, the government confirmed that no options had been ruled out for the airport expansion and in the southeast that a new runway would not be built at Heathrow before 2015. The full report was published on the 1st of July 2015 and backed a third northwest runway at Heathrow. Reaction to the report was generally adverse, particularly from London Mayor Boris Johnson. On the 5th of June 2018, the UK Cabinet approved the third runway with a full vote planned for Parliament. On the 25th of June 2018, the House of Commons voted 415 to 119 in favour of the third runway. The bill received for support from most MPs in the Conservative and Labour parties. A judicial review against the decision was launched by four London local authorities affected by the expansion – Wandsworth, Richmond, Hillingdon and Hammersmith and Fulham – in partnership with Greenpeace and London Mayor Sadiq Khan. Khan previously stated that he would take legal action if it were passed by Parliament. In February 2020, the Court of Appeal ruled that the plans for a third runway were illegal since they did not adequately take into account the government's commitments to the Paris Climate Agreement. However, this ruling was later overturned by the Supreme Court in December 2020. Currently, all rail connections with Heathrow Airport run along an existing east-west alignment to and from central London, and a number of schemes have been proposed over the years to develop new rail links with other parts of London and stations outside the city. 
This main rail line service was extended to central London and Essex when the Elizabeth Line opened in May 2022. A 2009 proposal to create a southern link with London Waterloo via the Waterloo and Reading Line was abandoned in 2011 due to lack of funding and difficulties with a high number of level crossings on the route to London and a plan to link Heathrow to the planned High Speed 2 rail line with a new station Heathrow Hub was also dropped from the HS2 plans in March 2015. Among other schemes that have been considered is a rapid transport link between Heathrow and Gatwick airports known as Heathwick, which would allow the airports to operate jointly as an airline hub. In 2018, the Department of Transport began to invite proposals for privately funded rail links to Heathrow Airport. Projects being considered under this initiative include the Western Rail Approach to Heathrow, a proposal for a spur from the Great Western Mainline to link Heathrow to Reading, Slough and the South West, South Wales and the West Midlands. Heathrow Southern Railway, a scheme similar to the abandoned air track proposal, which would connect Terminal 5 Station with Chertsey or Virginia Water, Staines, London Waterloo, Guildford and Clapham Junction. So I hope you've enjoyed our three-part look at Heathrow. And let's face it, if you've come to the UK and you've flown in, you probably came through Heathrow Airport. And don't forget, it's the sixth busiest airport in the world, which is incredible. Also, I just wanna say a big thanks to Martin in Canada for suggesting Heathrow Airport as one of our podcast features. Now, if you'd like to make contact with us and suggest any places you'd like us to feature in future podcasts, just like Martin did, you can let me know through our website, londonvisited.co.uk or through our social media. It's that easy. Thanks for listening. Really hope you enjoyed our podcast and we'll see you soon on the next one. Bye. Thanks for listening and please don't forget to subscribe to get more shows direct to your device. Also, why not visit our London Visited YouTube channel to get even more of London. Catch you soon on the next one. Mother's Day is almost here and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried and true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.